It's a long definition. Comprehensive agreement between two participants with clearly outlined parameters and promises. There is a mutual understanding between two people that voluntarily bind themselves together. Partners can be between equal partners or many times it was between a powerful king and a weaker person, a servant. Now, it's not an accident that I chose the wedding ceremony. And we all know it so well. Because the wedding ceremony has within it echoes of the covenant ceremony that we want to talk about. I say we don't know anything about the covenant, we just we run it down to one area of our lives, and even there we've lost much of the idea of what it means for a marriage to be a covenant. God chose to bind himself, to bind himself to humanity in a covenant that expresses his love for us. Jesus is the covenant or the mediator of that covenant, the covenant of grace. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15 says, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant for those who are called, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. Now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Jesus is the mediator of this new covenant. So what's the covenant and how does the cross relate to it? That's what we're going to look at this morning. And Options. 
Thank you. 
Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. So not only do we have something Abraham could get, not only do he was incredible with righteousness, not only did God say, as far as I'm turning this is if you've never sinned. You've always trusted me. You've always been in a right relationship with me. He also says that to God, and then he says, and here's my spirit to live in you, and will work in you, and through you, so that you can live in this relationship. And we're all equals in God's family. Everyone's blessed. I just put people to live for little people. We're average people. Not white, just white people, or black people, not just Jewish people, or Gentile people. Listen to what he says. You are all children of God through faith in Jesus Christ. For all of you were baptized into Christ, having clothed yourself with him. Exchange of garments. You got clothed with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. Slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. This is the covenant. When I trust him, when I trust the Lord, so I'm right with him. I don't have to be perfect. I don't know about you, but I am a firstborn son. I've been told by some people who say they're experts that firstborn sons tend to be perfectionists. <laughs> I rebel against that and say, just, just look at my desk. And then that lunch and the expert said, yeah. That's the sign of a frustrated perfectionist. You know you can't get it perfect, so you don't try it for it. Okay, so you just get up and get Okay, that's true. Well, what am I a firstborn son? I was raised by two perfectionists. A father with an older child with both grandparents. I don't make you a perfectionist if nothing else will. My mother was the oldest daughter. I remember the kid coming home from school and he got a 99, but he was good. I guess not. That's not good. Yeah, it's not having all the report cards. It was on my permanent record every six weeks. Yeah, but it comes too much. I still got a 99. I can fast longer than you can. That was a mistake, Joe. We don't need a lot of help. Okay. 
Say it's arrogant for us to believe 